When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow a matter shaping and building Australia together. Get us on the open line. Call us 1300 42 1533 or text us in this morning 0437 552 534. What about you? <laughs> oh, Racing out the door to have your photo with someone. No, I didn't. You I did. went to do my parking. I saw Green. you. I saw you have your photo taken out Well, there. I can't help it if someone asked me for a photo on the way back in. What did they say? Out. He was a Kiwi who yeah. works in here for News Corp. Oh, okay. And he said, well, can we have a photo? I said, certainly. Not a problem. Take two. How many, how many times would you get asked for a photo a week? Tim's having a drink, everyone. Sometimes none. Sometimes none. Sometimes a lot. Jeez, that must be Just depends where you go. None. What about, do you get stopped often these days? Like, just by, like, yeah, not by people time. you know, but people, just the, the average time. punter out there? All the time. There. Do you? No. Not even since you've been working Tim, please. in here. Please. I thought you said people always stop and say, I love the show. They do, actually. Okay, well, there you go. They do. To be fair, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> hey, let's talk some more cricket. And before we do, here's some of what Andrew McDonald had to say on Waitley this week. Mitch Marsh has taken his spot in that middle order. Um, what does you know, Cam Green's future look like in the test team? Is it a matter of waiting for, for Mitch um, to, to finish or is it could there be another spot that opens up over time? And Look, he's batted six most of his test career, but he's been a fantastic number four for, for WA and I think average is close to 50 in, in Shield cricket. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's always the, the idea that you can potentially shift the order to make room um, and put your best six batters or what you see as your best six batters in a certain order. And we've seen that in Australian cricket before. We've seen, I think, David Boone went from three to opening. I think Justin Langer went from three to opening. Um, Shane Watson went from six to opening, if I'm, I'm right. So there has been um, the ability to reshuffle and, and for that to be successful. So a bit to unpack there. There, there was... is. The first thing is, how good's Ronnie McDonald's voice for radio? Very good. It's fantastic, <laughs> isn't it? It's career ready for him when he's done. So there's a bit of talk during the week about Marnus Labuschagne potentially opening in the long run once yep. Davey Warner's gone. But there, what about Cam Green coming up the order? Thoughts? Well, yeah, that would involve Marnus going up mm. post-David Warner. So there's still a bit of time yep. to look at that. I mean, Green got... 96, I think, yesterday. There's no doubt he's a high-quality player who, in the future, could bat in the top six. If you take Davey out of that in three or five tests' time, the decision's just got to be simply, is Greeny in the top six batters? And if he is, you make it work. And if he isn't, then Mana stays at three and you bring in the next best specialist opener who's mm-hmm. who's available. 
I wouldn't be trying to fit him in just to fit him in if he's close. He, he needs to be one of the top six batters in the country with Mitch Marsh. Yep. If he's not, no, I'm not just juggling him around to fit him in to give us an extra option or, or something. I, I want the, the top six batters, the best six batters in the country. Makes sense to me. But I could see him being that mm-hmm. also. Could you see Glenn Maxwell playing any test cricket for Australia this summer after his form at the moment? We're Probably no not this summer, no. But what, where I think he can and should have been used before is in the subcontinent. I, I, yeah. I, I was pretty keen, even in my first tour as captain, to have him in Dubai because of his ability to play spin, his ability to score quickly, and his ability to put teams under pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think if you keep going to the subcontinent and playing the way we have for the last decade, it's going to be really tough to win because they're just better at it. Yeah. And I'll be fascinated to see how England go in the coming months because we know the way they're going to go and play. They're going to try and attack. They're going to try and sweep and reverse sweep. And, you know, everyone's going to have a different method, but they are going to try and score and score quickly and put the Indian bowlers and their captain under pressure. How do you set fields when they're scoring quickly? What lines and lengths are they going to do? How are they going to juggle Jadeja if he's getting smacked? Whereas those bowlers against Australia in the subcontinent conditions have controlled the game, run rate and taken wickets. And I think someone like Maxi, you throw him in amongst it, he only needs to come off for an hour and he can blow a game apart in subcontinent conditions. In Australia, slightly different. I just don't think he's in our top six best batters in Australia to play test cricket. However, if post Nathan Lyon or if Nathan Lyon wasn't playing and your first choice spinner was a leg spinner or a left arm orthodox then I think Maxie's a a really handy second spinner coming in at potentially eight Mm. in a Sydney test if they sort the pitch out and it's not up down sideways and looks like the moon that's right exactly but he has the ability to play test cricket and to change games in tests really quickly just probably not in Australia at this moment. Let us know your thoughts. 0437 552 Would you like to see Glenn Maxwell in the Australian Test Team? How would you have the order yourself, the batting order, once Davey Warner does retire? I think we touched on this briefly, but I want to unpack it a little bit more with you. Is Alex Carey any sort of fight to keep his test spot given Inglis's form at the World Cup? I don't think he should be. I don't think his ashes was that bad that his place should be under fire. He, I mean, up until the Ashes, he'd been doing a terrific job. He didn't have a stinker of an Ashes. He averaged 20, which is not great, don't get me wrong, but he kept very well for most of the Ashes. It just, it you know, it just worries me a little bit, Brent, because where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. And the way he was quickly dealt with in that World Cup... And the fact that there is a few murmurings around media is a worry to me. But I don't think he should be. And hopefully, I know he's not out in the Shield game overnight. Hopefully he scores some runs. He, he hits 100. He's, he, they cannot possibly not mm. play him. So mm. we, I hope he does well and he, and he retains his spot because I think he deserves to. I, yeah, I think so. I don't so think too. you just go to England. England's a very hard place to play test cricket at the best of times for Australians. It was his first crack at it. He didn't have the best time, but I thought his glove work was actually exceptional yep. for the whole series. 
uh, and his series before that, he he was really good. So I think he deserves to stay in the team. But I am concerned when I start to hear and read things that I have been reading because they don't they don't come from nowhere. All right, let's switch sports. And something you wanted to talk about at the end of the last hour in our 30-second gap was state representative footy, which will What's expand. Happening? It's going to expand in 2024. Who are we after, well, we're going to play against... Uh, well, let me read it out for you, Tim. Thank you. It was obviously very successful this year. Tasmania will play its first men's and women's games in Queensland on June 22nd. So that's a return bout, if you like. Right. So we play Queensland here this year. And same ground, one before the other kind of thing. Male family. Yeah, I assume so, like yep. it was here. And then we'll also host a side made up of players from the AFL Sydney and AFL Canberra competitions at Launceston's Utah Stadium on July 20. Jeez, we'll thump them. You'd hope so. So that's great, isn't it? It was a, a ripping day at uh, North Hobart this year. Nice crowd in. Yeah, and it's a nice way for our local, our TSL players and a few guys that are playing in the leagues underneath to, to I suppose, finish this, this era yeah. of TSL. Yep to represent the state a couple of times in the new AFL jumper, I would suggest, Brent. Which will be? The map. The map. <laughs> exactly. Hey, well done too to Ariane Titmus, who last night won her third Tasmanian Athlete of the Year award. Who's going to beat Ariane to that award? For- it's going to be tricky. She's up against herself. Yes. <laughs> it's Ariane versus Ariane for yeah. that. Yep. At the minute, I... One no, of the cyclists... No- Potentially, she's, yeah, she's on another level yeah, at the she, moment. She is. It's hard to compete. Yeah, um, she's the U of the sporting world. <laughs> some other news too during the week: two of Australia's best runners, Lyndon Hall and Jessica Hull, will compete in Christmas carnival events in Devonport and Burnie next month. That's exciting for the sport. And just back on uh, AFLW or AFL, Tasmanians in next month's AFLW draft, and this is from Peter Williams from Draft Central, Tasmanian Georgia Clark is nominated for the Open National Draft and not North Melbourne's Tasmanian Draft Zone. As of Wednesday morning, Brooke Barwick was undecided. Nominations closed today. Both players are considered top 20 talents. So that's interesting because, yeah, Tasmanians can either nominate for the Tassie Zone which yep. means North has exclusive access to them, or the open draft, meaning any team from across the country can pick them. So do you do that, or do you go and, and try and go directly to North Melbourne? It has that Tassie link. Well, so would they be looking going, well, North Melbourne are playing in a grand final, so clearly they're a strong team. So if yep. I want to get a game mm-hmm. somewhere, I would go in the open draft. That would make sense to me. That's why they do it. Is that what you take out of it, Hammer? Yep. So they're not backing themselves to get a game straight away, whereas other clubs, they think they can make an impact. Yep, that makes sense. All right, that's our, our wrap of sport, if you like. For... Or they're like us and think North Melbourne have just taken their eye <laughs> off the ball with the Tasmanians. Yeah, that's right. Bit, and I'm not interested. Exactly, exactly right. Breakfast here, powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. Don't forget, you can call us this morning. We'd love to talk to you on the phone. Give us a call, 1300 42 1533. Our operator link standing by to take that in Melbourne and put you through to us here in the Salamanca studios. Text us as well, 0437 552 535. We're off to a break. Coming back next with a great man. Oh, I can't the, believe the this. The former cat. How have we jagged Stevie J? Norma Smith medalist. Hamish didn't do it. Stevie Johnson You've got some contacts, joins us in the studio next year on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Hopefully he does anyway.